Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every strong soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. We're here to share resources and experts on topics important to you, the military family. Join us. We've got another great episode starting right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, military moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a favorite guest coming back on. I love when Dr. Jody Bramer comes on. She totally gets it. Me too. Me too. There's and there's just something so calming about Jody. <laughs> she she just has the most um, patient and and uh, calming voice. That's one of the things that I love about her. So she just helps you sort of because no matter how excited or riled up you're inside or confused or you know you should do this or you know you should do that or shouldn't I or whatever your dilemma is in life, I think it takes that calming person to just sort of say, okay, we're going to breathe, we're going to talk, we're going to you know look at all of our options. And that's what Jody does for us. Yeah, that's a lot better than me who gets angry, excitable, and nasty. <laughs> you don't want that in a therapist. <laughs> shut up and do it. Just shut up and do it. Don't, you know, don't, don't even think about it. Just listen to me. Yeah, don't listen to that's a good radio host, but not a good therapist. I know. We do get we do get excited about a lot of things in life, you know? And I, I suppose that's what makes us human, though. You know, you have to appreciate everybody's... Uh, sometimes if, if you get a little excited about something, that means you've got some passion in you. So that's well, and, you know, that's what we want. We want to live with passion. You know, we don't want to beat our emotions out of us. But, you know, so many of these uh, situations, like I look at, at what the military family traditionally goes through. You know, we've got a lot of homecomings. We've got a lot of goodbyes. Sure. You know, we've got issues with communication with deployed spouses and you know that's such a crazy crazy thing rob because you know in years past there hasn't been the electronic reach that we have and that's both good and bad you know i was talking to um i'm getting ready to do my toys for tots stuff and i was talking yes. to one of the guys who one of the marines that that helps me every year unless he's deployed and he said you know san i can have 25 phone messages in a week from the states you know with my cell phone and i've got texts and i've got emails and he's like it's really he's like as much as it's great and when they go to the morale tents he's happy to answer emails and stuff but he's like the speed at which you can reach people now doesn't always mean that speed at which they can reply you know stays at that same rate, it's like that email signature that I put out, like just because, yeah. you know, I haven't been able to merge my human consciousness with my machines, please be patient with me that I don't get back to you with the next 17 seconds or one day, you know, just yeah. because you can reach me doesn't mean I can figure it out or answer back in that amount of time. And that's what we were talking about with this Marine. He was saying, you know, it's great texting, it's great photo sending, it's great Skyping, it's great all these things when it happens. But he said he sometimes thinks that his family forgets what he's doing over there. <laughs> yeah. 
And I don't we all get so wrapped up in our, our everyday day to day. Um, you know, you do you just have to kind of slow down sometimes and just say, All right, how critical is this and how much time can I just say stop and, and sort of reevaluate or even if it's that time in the morning to just sort of you have that little extra bit of, of uh, time to focus and just be able to set yourself up for the day and then you're ready to conquer anything. See, and that's really hard for me. And I think a lot of military moms were like shot out of a cannon out of the bed. You oh, know, God, boom. I know. You know, there's kids yeah. waiting, lunches to be made, you know, backpacks to be found, socks to be yeah. matched. You know, yeah. now we're getting into winter months for many of our bases and, you know, hats yeah. and gloves and coats. And, you know, there's not always good times and good emotions for communication. And that's one of the things I'd like to open the table with um, with Dr. Jody Bramer is there's an expectation because we have smartphones and we have internet, there's an expectation that seems to be, you need to get back to me as fast as I communicate with you. And I see that in the workplace and I know it's happening in the military. And I would love Dr. Jody to weigh in on that. Mm. Hi, Jody. Hi there. Hi guys. How are you? Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you. Oh, I'm so interested in this talk because I'm dealing with this right now with several of my of of my my wives back home. Um, it's just such a new and continued technological breakthrough that we have with our with our cell phones and our smartphones and our videos and our tablets and our access, and it's changing everything. It's the expectations, the the communication, positively and negatively. It's just so. It's immediate. It's um, it's wonderful, especially for all the positives when we have deployments where um, maybe a wife is back home, pregnant, and going through the pregnancy, and this allows. Our military guy, and I know I'm being sexist here by saying <laughs> back home. Mm. And I don't mean to sound like that at all. No, we will just acknowledge the 20% of women that serve in today's military today. Thank you very much. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much about that. Yes. We've had, we've had times where the men can be present in the delivery room with with these smartphones and with these tablets, and they can be there even though they're literally on the other side of the world. And this this has so many great, wonderful, practical aspects. And at the same time, it has some drawbacks. Um, it, I think we've talked, boy, it's been a long time. But Robin, I remember you telling me that when you could be in touch with your husband back in the day when he was deployed, mm-hmm. there would be weeks or months that would go by. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You'd send a letter and you'd wait for the postman to deliver it to wherever he was. And and uh, not only could they not always write back immediately. And then today, it, it, you're right, it's so instantaneous. We can't go to a restaurant without expecting it to be right there. We can't go to the bank without getting our bank statement right there. Remember the days when you'd have to, at, at 2 o'clock, the bank would close, or right. 3 o'clock, and, and you wouldn't get your statement or your balance or your money until the day after. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And now we just push a couple of buttons, and it's boom, 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 right there. And, Everything. Oh, yes. And that that's great. And it's not so great, <laughs> it, especially when we're dealing with something as 
uncertain as deployment. Um, as as the generation of millennials grow up, and this is this is just part of who they are, and part of their upbringing in their life is they have these phones glued to them. They expect that there will be a level of communication, and you know, leaving aside time changes, leaving aside duties, and being on big boats out in the middle of nowhere and not getting communication or being limited in communication and wondering, well, my neighbor down the street heard from her husband, why aren't I hearing from mine? Or worse, they called me in the morning and they said they're going to call me in two hours and how come they're not calling me back? And it's that sense that life is supposed to continue as normal. And, you know, thank God we're... We're not in as heavy combat as we used to be. I mean, even just a couple of years ago, the, the, the idea of our guys going over and being in immediate harm's way was an entire new dynamic. And thankfully, thank God, things have slowed down a little bit politically. And right now we're in a little bit of a holding pattern. And it may be that, dare I say, for the moment, we're hopeful that our guys won't be in immediate present danger. Would that be um, more of our deployments are on Muse, which are ships and, and boats and or just going over and serving six or eight months in Okinawa or six or eight months in uh, Africa and hopefully just being peacekeeping forces there. But even so, the level of communication is considered to be a mandatory expectation. I'll hear from my my significant other today or <laughs> several times a day. Well, and you know, this is one thing, Dr. Jody, one of the things my Marine buddy told me, he said, you know, Stan, I was so stressed out because my mom had called, my sister had called, you know, my, my daughter had called, everybody's calling me, I couldn't get back to him. And then he's like, I was worried about, you know, that the whole time while I was trying to focus, which isn't good for our service members. No. Um, but also that when he finally got back to him, they were frustrated with him. So he got an earful uh-huh. for not calling back. And then now he's even more unable to focus. Right, right. Because their availability is different than our availability. We're going on, phones in pockets, we can interrupt anything we're doing and say hello. But with them, there's not that, there's not that availability. Sometimes they're not even having access to their phones, certainly not having access to reliable internet communication, or simply that they have to be in a mindset that requires them not to be thinking back home. Well, how about this? They gotta pay attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't let our kids use phones in school because they don't pay attention. If you're out doing something where you could catch a bullet, I would like you to pay attention. Yes, yes, or get in trouble. I think, too, we're in such a transparent environment in this day and age. We expect to know everything. And I think we do have to step back and we might not hear from the guys or they might be on the other end of the phone. But this is a cell phone that can be very easily uh, tapped and and, and uh, listened to. They can't talk. You know, they no. can say, hi, hon, I love you. Uh, how are the kids? Great. Love you. Bye. And you, I think we do have to be a little more patient to see say they can't talk they can't say exactly how their day is they 
and if they've definitely got that quote unquote something on their mind, um, they sure do. They have our country's security on their mind. And um, I, I think in our transparency of, of this day and age, we do have to sort of step back and say, there are a lot of things that we aren't going to know, that we aren't going to be uh, able to know. And, I mean, there are still things uh, as many years later that I still don't know of the things that Stephen did. So, um, you know, there are there are a lot of things that we have to, as, as uh, spouses, be very patient with. Uh, we're going to go to a break, Jody. So we're going to pick right up with this on the other side of the break with Dr. Jody Bramer right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, This ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are visiting with Dr. Jody Bramer. She's a licensed therapist. She's been on our show many times, so if you want to hear her on more shows, because she's got lots of good things to say, uh, you can just Google Dr. Jody Bramer, or you can look her up on um iTunes or on Toginet and see her episodes because her stuff is always really, really good because she works directly with military families and that's why we bring her on. Now, before we 
went to break, we were talking and I made a little joke about we don't let our kids have cell phones in math class because we need them to concentrate. But it gets more serious when you're in a combat zone because, Dr. Jody and Robin, if you are there to protect me, if you have my back, you're the sniper, you better not be texting. You know, <laughs> we don't want people texting and driving. We don't want people texting when they're trying to protect each other. Like, that's not good. And and I think, you know, we're going to have probably some different rules coming down from the military on access and, you know, what can be done and what cannot be done. Um, what do you guys think about that? Jody, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, we mentioned it during break. One of the more powerful movies out there that shows things in a more current um realistic thing was uh, the thing lots of things is american sniper and uh that scene where he was talking to his wife back home and she was saying what's going on and there was a bomb going off and he said honey i gotta go and you know when you gotta go with a bomb going off in the background it's a lot different than when you gotta go because you have to take another call and sitting in the office and dealing with your boss it's it's not the same and and when they got off the phone you know she i remember the scene of her looking so concerned and Sandra as you said uh, when they are thinking of back home they're not thinking of what they need to do and what they need to do at that moment in time is to attend to their job which could mean literally life or death and our job is to make it at that time conducive to them doing their job now it's not in any way diminishing or devaluing what we're doing we're just loving our guys or our, or our wives and wanting them to do what they need to do in the moment to focus kind of like you're right sandra talking on the phone what about talking on the phone in the car there's many times i tell my husband or tell my my daughter please don't be talking on the phone to me concentrate on driving don't text Get here safe and sound because right now you're driving, you're in a dangerous situation. Just be safe, put all electronics down, and just get where you need to be. And the same is true when the guys or our, our significant others are over there doing a job. They have to have their head in the game or it could be life or death. And we want to make sure that the wives back home know it. At the same time, all of our spouses that are overseas, please know that that lifeline, that communication with you, if you're over, if you're deployed, means the world to us back home, and being able to hear from us and know that you're okay, or know that that life is 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 as okay as it can be. Let us know that you are thinking of us. We will let you know that we're thinking of you. And that way, at least there can be some sort of connection being maintained. There's all sorts of things we're missing from each other on our day-to-day. There's so many moments of sending our children to school or what project they did or, or what the latest drama is in our families. Some of that we'll have the luxury of being able to share and some of it we won't, which means that we are going to feel distanced from the person that we're away from. What's important is to keep a communication and connection going so that we we still have something and someone that we can hold on to while we're there and someone that we can connect with when we get back. They won't be so, so much of, a, of a, a wedge between us that we have nothing in common anymore. We want to keep some sort of solid ground between us and underneath us so we keep that connection. 
And so many times I think that communication, um, you, you depend on that nuance. You don't even hear the words. You just hear that the little hesitation or the little sigh or the little whatever. And I think so many times we read into something and we just have to understand that when the time is right, we're going to have that communication. And that probably brings us, um, Jody, to talking about either reintegration or at least the times when um, people who are on, uh, on are home for a bit and then have to get redeployed that communication is so difficult, and I know that's one of the things that you spend so much time with families um, is is reestablishing new communication lines because the communication lines that were there maybe when they were first married or first together uh, as partners may be very different um, after the experiences one has had when they have uh, been in a combat situation. Oh, my gosh. And even... If they're away for combat or they're just away on a non-combat. Just away, sure. Just away. And we're, we're, we're talking very different scenarios potentially for the reintegration for the coming home. Um, I, I have several <clears throat> clients right now that are waiting for their spouses to come back. And two of the comments that I heard even just yesterday is, what are things going to be like when they come back? How, how, is it go- how is it going to be when we come back together? And I'm glad to hear that there's at least an awareness and more of an awareness with each generation of of time that goes by that there will be a difference when they come back. It's not necessarily good. It's not necessarily bad. Not everybody is struggling with PTSD when they come back, especially if it's a non um combat deployment. But we're still dealing with a huge separation that sociologically speaking we're not supposed to have you know when you marry somebody the ideal is you know that white picket fence 2.4 kids you know come home every night and have dinner and then watch you know used to be johnny carson or whatever um you you would have this routine well throw all that out in the military there there is no routine and then couple that with weeks of training or months of deployment away and getting married and thinking, okay, this person and I are going to be our our new nuclear family. We are we're set. We're we're moving forward. All that goes out the window because when you two separate, you have to become more individual than you ever thought you would have to be. You have to become more independent than you would ever have thought you would have to be. Suddenly, the the routine divvying up of chores, like the man takes out the grocery, or I'm sorry, takes out the trash, and the women buy the groceries, or whatever, you know, the sexist stereotypes or whatever, everything goes out the door. The woman becomes, again, sexist stereotype, the woman becomes the be-all, end-all. Everything is taken care of by the person who stays back home. Everything from paying bills, to raising the kids, to dealing with illness, to dealing with family members, to dealing with landlords, to everything falls on the person at home, their shoulders. And that changes people. If, if military spouses are nothing, we're resilient. We deal with it. We go with the flow. We take care of what has to be done. Even bearing children, you know, we, we do what needs to be done. And maybe not happily, maybe not 
gracefully. <laughs> we do what we have to. And then the person returning home comes home thinking, okay, I've only been away for a moment. I'm coming back to my family and everything will be as it was. Well, it won't be as it was. And that's a realization that people really have to absorb. I, mean, I know they've had experiences. No, they've grown as people. The people who have been away, our spouses who have been away, have had six, eight months, a year long of experiences without us. We have had that much time of experiences without them. Does that mean that the marriage is kaput? Of course not. What it means is that we have to have even more compassion, more resilience, more awareness that we have to bring the other person into our lives in a way that they haven't been in the last several weeks or months. That means for all of the women who have managed the household, it means giving the husband a place, giving our returning men a place for when they come back. Because we've done it all. We've, we've filled in all the gaps. And when they come home, where are they supposed to fit in? Well, you don't have to take out the garbage anymore. I've got that covered. Or I, you don't have to take the kids to school. I have a routine figured out. Or you know what? I've got it. I've got it. Don't, you're doing it differently than I would have done it. I, I don't want you to do it differently. I want to do it the way I've been doing it. In the meantime, the returning person is standing out there with their hands up in the air saying, where do I fit into all this? What, what do I do? I, where's my family? So the idea of being able to let go, take the time for the honeymoon period of I'm very happy at home, I love blah, 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 and all the other stuff that goes along with that fits into this realization that the person that I left behind has grown, has changed, is not the same as they were when I left, but that's okay. Now I get to learn all about this other person that I already love and figure out a way to have our lives fit together again. And that's such a beautiful thing when you really let it be a beautiful thing. There's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some uncomfortable moments as well as some learning, but that needs to be embraced. And that's where you come in, Jody, uh, and, and all of those people who, like you, help us become happier, become more secure, become more confident, and very able to um, to blossom in our new days. Uh, where we, it is a blossoming, it is a new awareness, and it is a newer a newer facet of the person who, like you say, we we have loved that person uh, before. We have maintained somewhat of a relationship while they were gone in some kind of communication but now there is a new uh a new journey Mm -hmm. yeah it and and that's that has to be embraced as opposed to uh the expectations that it's going to be the way it was we're talking with jody bramer today uh, a licensed marriage and family therapist we love when dr jody is here her website jody bramer and it's j-o-d-y b-r-e-m-e-r.com lots of information there for everyone to benefit from and we are so fortunate we've got another half hour on the other side of the break just for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio.
In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio. And we are live with Dr. Jody Bramer, and she counsels families down in the Camp Pendleton area, and she's been a repeat guest uh, for our shows because she gets it. She understands what intimately is going on in the military lifestyle because she not only helps people but she lives it herself which i find you know just exponentially helpful for what we're talking about now before we went to break you guys were talking about um you know like reintegration and and deployments and what happens on deployment the spouse that's left behind male or female grows and changes because they have to take over and shoulder all the responsibilities so they naturally change they might grow or regress you know it could happen both ways um Mm -hmm. but they're essentially not the same as they were when you left them and i was talking about uh this topic at one point with some air force friends of mine and they're both air force they're both men and uh, women married they've got four boys between them and they talked about these deployments and what the guy said was when he comes back he feels that she's controlling she's rejecting me sometimes he feels punished for going away he feels unwanted he feels excluded well then i asked you know the wife who's also military thinking she'd have some great insight and she's like oh no i'm i am frustrated i'm stressed out i have to change everything i have to figure out what he's going to do 
and what I'm going to do. And I got it down so fast that I can do it faster myself than including them. So it's really, really frustrating. And then she also echoed that when she went away and left her children behind and her husband uh, was here in the States and her parents helped, that she also felt not only from her partner, right or wrong, but also from her children and her parents at time that she was being punished for going away. So Dr. Jody, I want you to talk about, is this what you hear? And if so, what do we do about it? Uh, I hear this a lot. Uh, when couples do come to me or when one of them come to me, they come in with such a sadness because there's been this expectation that all of these months apart is going to come into this, oh, it's going to be a honeymoon, You know, it's going to be just this wonderful thing, I'm going to have help again, it's going to be great, he's going to take out the trash again. And when it comes back and after the initial honeymoon period, there's this, this depression, this, this blow, because expectations are not what they expected them to be. There's, there's this pull for, for, the woman, for the person back home, let's say the wife, where she wants him to take care of everything. All right, take the kids from me. Take, 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 give me a break. Give me a break. I've been with them all this time. I want you to be a father. Do this, do that. And yet, first of all, if the returning person has the wherewithal to just jump right into that role, which they can't really do, nor is it logical for us to expect them to, when we find that, they are doing something, like I said, they're doing it wrong. And I say that in air quotes because they're doing it. It may or may not be the way that we would do it, but because we have a way of doing it, it's wrong. And we don't want them to do it anymore. And we get angry with them and we get resentful. And you don't even know how to change a baby's... You don't even know what their meal... You, you don't... And we get so angry. Well, this is the way it is. And you just have to go to their, 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 I've got everything arranged. I've got the daycare. You don't have to worry about it. And we're, we are, we're angry that they left. We're, we're angry that they put all this on our shoulders and we'll show them. And now we know what to do. And you don't have the right to just come in and take it back over. And in the meantime, the returning person is thinking, I, I don't have a role in this family anymore. I, I used to know what my role is, but I can't even do, I can't even be a father anymore. I can't, anything I say to the kids, my wife tells me I'm saying it wrong or the kids don't listen to me because they, they, I haven't re-earned their respect again or. Or you want the kiss of death, which is what happened in my household is mom does it this way. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's it. It's, it could be eggs to folding socks to, you know, going to sock. Well, mom leaves at, at 345. Why are we leaving at 330? Mm-hmm. You know, and they do, the kids don't mean it to be, you know, because they're used to a system. Absolutely. And, and the system changes and it's impossible for any parent either side to go, you know, every single thing of the day might change. But quite frankly, almost every single thing of the day changes because nobody can do we're not twins nope nope it is very different from the way we load the dishwasher to the way we fold the clothes it is and it would be foolish to have an expectation that things aren't going to change and people like consistency people like routine some people say it's boring but honestly human beings are creatures of habit and things get shaken up when 
a deployment happens, things get shaken up a lot. And after every the dust settles and after the first few weeks or couple of months, you get into a new routine, you get into a new comfortable way of life. And then the deployment ends and it's all shaken up again. And there's a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of ambivalent feelings. And not to mention the least of which is guilt, that there might be some guilty feelings or feelings of guilt from the person returning back saying, oh my God, I'm not sure I really want to do this because I, I was able to do my own thing when I was over there. I didn't have a woman being angry at me. I didn't have kids needing something from me. I feel like I don't have a place here. At least I knew what I was doing when I was overseas. I knew my job. I knew what was expected of me. And here I'm home and I have no idea what's expected of me. It would almost be easier for me to go away again. And then we have the guilty feelings of the spouses at home thinking, God, I almost wish they would go away again because it's so much easier when they're not here. I don't have to worry about anything. I can grab a, a run through a fast food store and not have to worry about having food for him. And God, I, it, it wouldn't matter if the house was clean. It would be... <sighs> well, and it's I, one more person to attend to. I will tell you, I hear this from my military girlfriends. When their husband comes home, yes, they want to spend time with them. Yes, they want to do these things. But it's one more thing on their to-do list. And what was happening when their husbands or boyfriends were deployed is that they could sit down at 9 o'clock when all the kids were put to bed and it didn't matter if the dishes weren't done and they could take a bath and read a book. They could talk to their girlfriends on Facebook till midnight if they wanted to and now it's a change because he's home and they need to attend to their relationship in a different way and sometimes that means from the mom perspective, I don't know the dad perspective because I, I can't speak on that but I hear my girlfriends say it sucks out of my personal time and that's frustrating. And then, I don't know if you want to even deal with this, but we have the whole intimacy factor. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Put it on the table. Let's go there. (laughs) The idea is suddenly we get to be intimate, have sex with our spouses again. And we sometimes are completely floored by uh, the unexpected reactions, our... We may not be immediately intimate, and then we might wonder why. Why does he not want me? Was there somebody else? And, or, and that why, creates why? all the more anxiety when it's not the way we expect it to be. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? It's more common than uncommon for there to be some difficulty relating to each other sexually and intimately once they come back. Because as every woman knows... Sex is more in your head than anywhere else. And yes, we pick out the dress for the homecoming and we get our nails done, we get our hair done and we're so excited and and then it's not exactly as we expect it to be. Or maybe it was exactly as we hoped it would be on the return night, but what about the night after or the day after or the day after that? And the men returning, they may want sex or they may not. But the truth is, is that the women back home, they're having a lot of ambivalent feelings. They may have gone without sex for, well, we would think this whole time, possibly. Well, but they might be flying solo. And then that's that's something (laughs) that's very different when you're flying solo for a while and then you have a partner. Like that's a whole different animal. 
it takes a while, even though you're married to this person, it takes a while for you to reestablish that intimacy to make you want to share your body with this person again. You're not used to sharing your body with anybody except maybe your kids. And you're not you're not prepared for that level of invasion, might we, might we say. I know that sounds really harsh, but we, haven't, we might not feel connected. We may feel that the communication wasn't good. We don't feel intimate, and we have to be courted again, and we have to have the, you know, sometimes even the man needs to be courted again. He may feel an expectation to perform, and that may be the last thing on his mind right then. At least when he was away, nobody was expecting anything of him, and suddenly both of you were looking at each other, well, I guess we should do it. Uh, I, I, I did. And that adds a whole new level to to the whole reintegration process. Forget well, and it. nobody, no, never, never. Now. Jody, never has any one of my girlfriends told me that when their husbands came back from deployment that they were well rested. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we that. have one more uh, break coming up, girls. <laughs> and on the other side of the break, Dr. Jody, let's give uh, some some uh, first steps because okay. we've really identified all of these as uh, challenges that we face. But where do we begin? Uh, we, we don't want, uh, we want this person in our lives. We, we have loved this person. We, we are so relieved that they're safe. And isn't that true? I think that's part of it too. We're feeling guilty with the anxiety that we have because here we've been worried about them the whole time that they're gone. And then boom, all of a sudden we're fussing when they are back. And doesn't that lay a guilt trip on us too? So uh, we really do need to uh, start talking about some first steps. Um, we have Dr. Jody Bramer with us today. Again, we want you to visit her website. Her website is jodybramer.com and it's J-O-D-Y-B-R-E-M-E-R.com. And if you've missed the earlier part of the show or any of our other shows, you do want to go to militarymomtalkradio.com or visit us on iTunes. All of our podcasts, including this one, are there for you at any time to listen to and enjoy and take with you. Um, many of the ones that Dr. Jody has been with us before lots of great information and there again as you are realizing what we said in the first part of the show um it's great to talk to somebody who's been there done that and knows exactly what we're all going through so dr joni just helps us work it out uh, breaks it down and gives us the step-by-steps and we'll talk about that on the other side of the break um dr jody bramer sandra beck and me robin boyd will be right back with you after the break on military mom Talk Radio. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. 
I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the wind of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and we are Military Mom Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Dr. Jody Bramer. And when we left from the break, we were talking about intimacy issues that come back after deployment. You know, you've got an exhausted partner that's been holding down the fort for months and a certain routine that he or she might be into and the kids and everybody else. And there might be, I'm just going to throw in one more thing that I thought about, there might be parents that have stepped in, like in my case with my friends down the street for boys when uh, she was on deployment, the parents stepped in. So the parents rearranged their lives to help the son and help the, the boys. And all of a sudden, the parents aren't needed anymore. And you've got, you know, even more of a mess in the mix. But the most important thing that happens, I think, is what happens between the couple, like between the two People, Because, quite frankly, everybody's pulled together because of this union. And when you break that union and stress that union and then pull it apart, put it back together, pull it apart, pull it back together, it's going to cause some wrinkles. And, you know, Dr. Jody, what do you do, whether the wrinkles are with your mother-in-law that was helping, whether it's the kids, whether it's the intimacy issue, you know, take your pick. The procedure is probably similar to you know, what do you do next? You've identified the problems, so now what? Well, um, if there are problems that cannot be managed through time and patience and love, please, please go get help. Um, the, my services and services through Military One Source, this is here specifically to help with problems exactly like this for everybody out there listening to know oh my god you are so not alone and most people do have a lot of trouble making it completely satisfactory right off right out of the gate it's really difficult to do so one thing that i would suggest and actually it's kind of a selfish thing for you all to 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 take advantage of is if you were to 
utilize some free couples counseling, reintegration counseling, not only would it allow the two of you to have the great tools necessary to communicate, which is what I'm going to talk about a little bit, but also it'll give you a little bit of time that you both have to spend with each other out of the house, away from in-laws, away from work. And a lot of times people use my sessions as an opportunity to say, oh my God, this is the only time all week we get to go to get to be alone together. Let's go out for lunch after this, or let's go to dinner after this, or, or even just have a cup of coffee to talk about things afterward. It's, it's, this is the opportunity to be alone and address the things that are going on between you. Now, again, Military One Source is just one thing that is available. Uh, a lot of, of therapists are out there that can provide you with some great communication skills. But going back to even before that, what do you do when it's when it's the two of you in the home? I'd have to go back to honesty and communication and patience. We have to have a lot of patience when new relationships are re or relationships are re-entered into a home. Um, if you adopt a puppy. The puppy is part of the family, but the puppy doesn't immediately have a place in the family. The puppy has to find its place in the family, and everyone in the family has to find the place for the puppy to be and have a great deal of patience for everything the puppy is going through in learning what the family roles are. So, wait um <laughs> I'm sorry, I just noticed that there was a... Somebody, yeah. Um, there was a comment. I, I apologize. We're giving I got Dr. Jody a hard time. I'm just going to say when you said when you said that thing, like sometimes you know the only time a couple has time together without any interruption is during my you know therapy. And I said, well, you know, Dr. Jody leaves, they'll go have sex on her couch, and Robin said, yeah, it'll take six minutes. And they all go back happy. <laughs> About these things because they're kind of true. Not that people have sex on your couch, but when you only have those little bit of time together where you're not interrupted by anybody, it's rough. <laughs> Sandra, <laughs> warn me next time you're going to type something like that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, but again, it's true, and and I have been used as an excuse many a time to have them get away. In fact, I know one couple that actually rented a, a hotel room with the idea that they were going to incorporate one of my sessions um, as an excuse to, because they, they lived a couple of hours away, well, we're going to go down and, and have our, a session with Jody, and, and we're just going to stay overnight. And it was a wonderful opportunity for them to take advantage of working on themselves as a couple, maybe not so, uh, not so serious, because work is work. But if you love what you do, it's not work. And relationships, couples, marriages, they need work. They need work. And it has a framework of how the work works. And that means communicate with each other. Be patient with each other. Allow time to that is needed for the person to come around. Um, if the returning person wants sex right away and the other person says, I need time to get to know you again well, what do you mean i'm i'm your, your spouse well uh, <laughs> i need some time instead of getting angry let there be time or find that intimacy because in that intimacy 
such as bed talk and pillow talk and all that good stuff, you can have so much more of that connection um, with each other outside of the puppies, outside of the dogs, outside of the in-laws, where you are in this safe place that's your bed, whether you're clothed, whether you're not clothed, to make that time, okay, this is a safe zone, this is a, um, a, a free zone, this is, this is where I can scratch what itches, literally, metaphorically, and this is where we can talk, whether it be on, you know, on the couch, on the bed, whatever, and just have the time, make, make the time for each other, and also ask for when you need time alone. Just because your partner is back does not mean you have to be glued to the hip, nor will you want to be glued to the hip. It is a slow adjustment period. It's, it's okay, I'm really glad to see you. Now, when do you go to work again? <laughs> or, yeah, I'm really glad to see you. When do I get to go to work? When, now that you're home, when can I leave and do something meaningful for myself? And these are some conversations that need to be had, and they need to be had without animosity. They need to be had with an approach of, of love and understanding and realization, lowering the expectations. It isn't going to be perfect. It's never perfect, but that's okay. It's okay to be very imperfect, as long as both of you want, in the end, the same goals, the same values, the same morals, the same end game. I've used that term before. Do you have the same end game? Do you both want to be in 20, 30 years going in the direction that you're going in now together? Or what direction do you need to go in together to achieve those goals? And that may be um, coming back and realizing that even once you come back, that there's going to be more transitions to be taking place. So what happens when the guy comes home or the the, the military person comes home and it's time for them to get out of the service, then there's a huge transition of going into civilian life. And what happens if the person back home has been waiting for their spouse to come back so they can start their life, that they don't have to be chained to to the in-laws or to the, to the kids or to the household anymore, that they can finally go pursue a job or an education or something that they've always wanted to pursue. People change and grow, and the communication behind it, asking for what you want, talking about what you need, these are the core mm -hmm. values of what's going to help succeed in a relationship and what's going to make the marriage work. Asking Dr. Jody, do you, yes. help, do you help people argue constructively? Oh, absolutely. I've got whole sheets on fair fighting, rules mm. for fair fighting. Mm -hmm. We gotta have because Jody we do back. argue. Absolutely. <laughs> if if um, people are going to argue because people are not the same person, we have different views, we have different thoughts, we have to, our brains are two different brains, and we are not going to be in agreement on everything that our partner says. Not only, not we're not going to expect it to be in agreement, but how boring would it be if we agreed with everything our partner said? We're absolutely going to fight. We're going to have differences. We're going to have conflicts, and there are healthy ways to approach them and ways to get an awful lot out of conflict, healthy fighting, healthy conflict. 
Well, and Dr. Jody, I'm going to say anybody listening today who has to have a conversation on any of these levels with their spouse, you know, whether it's a guy listening or a gal listening, don't you think it's a good idea that they could listen to this episode? You know, we're on iTunes, we're at Toginet, you can uh, you can download us from Military Mom Talk Radio, you can get a copy of the sound file and, and burn it to a CD or give it to your, put it on your, your partner's iPod or something so that they could hear it, so you could see that what's happening between between the couple isn't weird and germane just to you guys. It's it's systemic. It, this is just what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are so much more normal than you think, and it's so much more common than you think, and people feel isolated, and what's wrong with me that I feel all these, these, these not nice feelings, but you're not alone. No, no. And, you know, I just look at, you know, when I do these shows, um, Dr. Jody, and I, I talk to professionals like yourself, I realize that, you know, whether it's a deployment, whether it's it's moving locations, you know, all these things that happen within the military environment and the civilian environment for different things, the 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 kind of the, the treatment is the same. Like you got to break it down. You got to take it easy with each other. You got to give each other some space and slow it down and, and figure it out and talk it out. And, you know, sometimes starting the conversation is the hardest part, but that's what this radio show is for. Cause you guys can give it to somebody to listen to and say, what did you think? Exactly. Exactly. I think it's a wonderful service you provide. And I'm honored to be on your show, uh, Sandra, Robin, thank you. What service you provide to our military folks is incalculable. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Well, I'm going to take us to the end of the show. We've been visiting today with Dr. Jody Bramer. You can find her at drjodybramer.com. You can just Google her. She's got a lot of shows with us. She's got great information. So you're going to want to look her up and you're going to want to listen to some of these other episodes because you're not alone. You're not the only one that this is happening to. There's hundreds of thousands of people who've walked these steps before you. And here at Military Mom Talk Radio, we are trying to open everybody's eyes and say, this is just what is and we're going to have her back and talk about fair fighting uh so you guys are going to want to tune in with us next week thanks for spending time with us today on military mom talk radio we've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on itunes or at our website militarymomtalkradio.com Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation 